What's good, everybody? We back with another episode of Talk Boundaries. I'm your host, Tero, and it's a beautiful Wednesday, May 22nd. Hope everybody's having a good day today. If you're not having a good day, then in the words of a very wise baboon, Akuna Matata. So yeah, uh, <laughs> today, man, we're going we're gonna to get started on the second part of this Q&A from the book uh, that I wrote, I Am Fearless. Uh, which can still be gotten from Amazon.com. So if you ain't got it, and if you just want to catch up on what we've been talking about, then you just go to Amazon.com, hit it, put it in the search box, I am Fearless Quintero Caldwell, and it'll take you right there. But without further ado, let's hop into it. What's up, everybody? We back with another episode of Talk Boundaries. Today is part two of the Q&A that we started yesterday, uh, episode four, uh, where we just dive in and dissect uh, a lot of the questions that uh, that people have about my book, I Am Fearless, that you can get from Amazon if you don't know what I'm talking about. And if you need to catch up, just go to Amazon, you know, put it in the search, put it in the search, I Am Fearless, Quintero Caldwell. And, you know, you'll, you'll be all caught up once you get it. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to start. We're just going to pick up where we left off and hop into some questions. And uh, as I said, I'm, I'm going to answer these questions as honestly as I can. And uh, hopefully we all learn something. So, question number one. What are you hoping your audience learn about you from your book? Uh... The one thing I, I want anybody to know about me is that uh, if you already have any kind of preconceived notions about me, understand uh, I'm not I'm not that special. I don't like pedestals. I don't like being put on pedestals because you already set me up to fall off it. <laughs> you know. Uh, don't put me in a in a in a spot where you where you expect me to uh, to I don't know. Don't don't expect the you don't expect the me that's in your head to just match up with the me, you know, in reality right now because I you know I don't like pedestals. I I'm just going through this life one day at a time, trying to walk out my trying to walk my faith out and. You know, just figure things out. You know, that's it. Good question. Uh, question number two. Do you feel like purpose is given to us or that we make our or that we make our purpose? Hmm. I think I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I feel like we I feel like we're given our gifts and talents and everything for a reason. I don't believe in coincidence, so I think it's a, I think it's a reason that we're given the certain talents and pur- uh, not purposes, uh, certain talents and certain gifts uh, that we're given. And I think the, 
where we are in our lives, what we do with those gifts and, you know, and everything, and those feelings towards whatever we feel, whatever object or whatever. I think that that's what our uh, our purpose come from. Uh, one thing I said while I was uh, in the book, I wrote about uh, a guy named Kevin Hoven. How he uh, how he talk about uh, the existence of dinosaurs and uh, you know he kind of just goes. It breaks down the existence of dinosaurs but using the Bible to do it and one thing he said that was groundbreaking for me was he said people ask him about, ask him all the time uh, if he feel that talking about dinosaurs uh, is his purpose and you know and his answer was well I don't know if it's my purpose or not but I know it needs to be done. And whether you believe the existence of dinosaurs or not, that's not the you know saying that's not the point of it. The point is what what really needs to be done. And I think we get caught up on that question a lot, especially in the Christian in the Christian world, because we like to uh we like to have this this uh this this spiritual uh thing you know where yeah, if you know if God, whatever God want me to do, He gonna He gonna He gonna place it in my heart, and it's gonna be this profound thing. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think it. I think it's. I think it's simple. I mean, I think everything that God want us to do, He already told us to do. It's enough going on in the world today where where we shouldn't have to sit around and be waiting for somebody to tell us to do something it's enough it's enough to do in the world you got homeless people uh you know what I'm saying on, on the side of the road looking for shelter you got kids in foster homes that you know what I'm saying that going through all you know what I'm saying going through hell even in their young lives and all that so it's plenty it's plenty to do and I think you just sat down and looked around, looked around, look at your environment, look at what's going on, and just start moving instead of uh, just sitting and waiting. I think you'll find uh, purpose is not too hard to come across. Yeah, that's my answer to that. Uh, question number three. How does faith and doubt work together if they're different? Isn't that a contradiction? Uh, no, I don't think it's a contradiction. Uh, I think they work. I think they they, they work together. Uh, definitely not a not contradictory. The way the way I explained it in the book was I use for one I use kind of a a, a little breakdown of the word question. Uh, how the root word of the word question is quest. You know, a quest is a journey to find something. You know what I mean? So, the only way you get an answer to something is if you ask, if you ask a question. So, if you don't, so tying it into faith, uh, faith and doubt is, you know, I use Abraham as a uh, as a prime example. 
when God told him that that he was gonna have uh, that he was gonna be the father of many nations and all that, you know, Abraham was like, "Nah, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, you must you must don't know how old I am. You know, blah 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 blah." And so God took him outside and you know told him to look up at the stars and picture a face on you know every one of them, and that in itself is a I mean, there's plenty of examples throughout the Bible of just faith and faith and, and, and doubt. Uh, but I use Abraham for one because everybody knows who Abraham is, you know what I mean? So, yeah, so Abraham had the question of, well, how, how you say I'm going to be the father of many nations if I'm old and, and, you know what I'm saying, my wife can't have kids and, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. And, God answered his question, his, his 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 doubt. And when I think about doubt, I think it's I think it's two kinds of doubt, two two forms. Of, I think it's a doubt where you just utterly you just have an utter disbelief in something. And I think it's a doubt where you know it could happen. It's just that the mystery of how it'll happen kind of just make us kind of iffy about it you know what I'm saying so just to answer the just to uh, go on and answer the question though faith and doubt work together I don't think they're contradictory um, it's in our it's in the times where we doubt that a lot of times we, we come into our faith uh, just to use another example uh, from the Bible uh, a guy in the Bible had a uh, was his son sick or was his son dead it was one of them so Jesus was coming up and he was like you know God if you can help uh, Jesus if you can help us you know bring him back to life and you know blah 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 and Jesus was like you know uh, with men these things are impossible but with God all things are possible and the guy's response was well, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's not that we don't just have an utter disbelief. It's just that we don't know how it'll work out. So we just, you know, and it, and just to take it a step further, uh, when Jesus was praying in the garden, you know what I'm saying, before the soldiers came and took him or whatever, uh, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was laying there, you know what I'm saying? Balling his eyes. Well, yeah, balling his eyes out basically. Uh, you know, like, you know, God, if there's any other way you could do this, please let's do that. Because this right here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, and then, you, you know what I'm saying? You got a situation like that. And even when he was on the cross before he died, he, you know, he said, God, why, why have you forsaken me? You know what I'm saying? You know, and these are all questions that just, you know, just different situations where questions led to, you know, an answer. So, basically, like I said, to answer the question, faith and doubt actually work together. Your doubt, our doubt actually lead us into our faith. Uh, you know, yeah. That was a good question, though. That was a, that was a real good question. Uh uh, question number four. Uh, so what's next from you when you keep writing to help others? 
shoot yeah but keep on right no uh i'm always writing though uh my my notes and my phone and ipad is full of a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff from the from the craziest to the to the most outlandish and i don't know if maybe maybe somewhere to see the light of day one day or maybe it'll just sit in the you know what I'm saying? Just sit, just sit here. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not gonna stop writing no time soon. Uh, I think this is a, a good avenue for me to uh, to say a lot of the things that I, I have to say. So yeah. Uh, question number five. Oh, that's a long one. Question number five on page seventy-three. You said that religion and misinterpreted scriptures created a place where people aren't allowed to be flawed and people of influence use words to twist and trick others to feel superior and that the lost don't know what to feel or believe. Can you explain that statement? And here I thought I was going to have a, just some easy questions today. Uh, Alright, so <clears throat> what I was saying with that was... Uh, um, a lot of times in uh, in Christianity, uh, reason I only, reason I only speak on Christianity because that's that's pretty much where my my background is. You know what I'm saying? Is from like I can't speak on nothing else because that ain't my that ain't my that ain't my my lane. But a lot of I know a lot of times in in the Christian world we get so caught up with appearances and everything that we that we throw just being authentic and real out the window and because of that it's easy it's easy for somebody to tell you how 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 you how you supposed to be or how you should be you know uh for example we got a I ain't gonna say we, but it's a lot of unspoken, made up, unspoken, made up rules in Christianity about, you know, if you, uh, I don't know, you know, women can't wear this in church or women can't do this in church or you can't do this in, you know, while you're in church or you can't do that. Or if you, or if you're a Christian, you know, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't, uh, you know what I'm saying? What you're doing? What you doing drinking if you're a Christian? What you doing doing this? You know what I'm saying? All these these different uh thou shalt nots that ain't nowhere in the Bible that God never said anything about, but people because we're so used to being in control of things, we just took things and just made them into what we wanted to uh to make them into. So yeah, we take a lot of we take a lot of scriptures. Uh, a lot of them misinterpreted and, and, and we twist them because we want we want to uh, I mean I can't say what we want to do with them all I know is it's wrong <laughs> to be, it's wrong to misinterpret it and use people uh, you know what I'm saying the scriptures um, and the second part of that, that question uh, said that the lost don't know what to feel or believe in you know that's basically kind of the outcome of it you know uh, I think if we all 
read things for ourselves and and, and comprehend things for ourselves, we'll know which direction is the wrong way. We won't have as many people being used like we have today. And so many people just, you know what I'm saying, just, they don't know what's right or what's wrong. They just going with it because our pastor said it. And, or the preacher said, or whatever, you know what I'm saying, whatever the case may be. You know, I ain't, I ain't finna get on the subject of, of, of all that today. That'll be, I said it yesterday, I said it again today, that'll be another day. Cause that's a, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother, uh, that's a whole nother fight in itself. But we'll definitely hop into it. But just to answer this question, um, we have a lot of, people that use people with scriptures and like I said we all know it's wrong uh, and from these misinterpreted scriptures and misused uh, stuff we created this place where nobody's allowed to to mess up or show their weaknesses you know what I'm saying if you uh, if you were Till if the cat got out the bag that you deal with stress by, 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 by I don't know doing yoga or something people would jump down your throat and and, and, <laughs> and they'll be ready to uh, ready to kill you man over just a bunch of stuff that you know that's a yeah that's a pretty loaded question yeah that's a that's a pretty loaded question but um, these were also, these were some good questions though. I, I appreciate those questions. They actually made me think about uh, a lot of what I wrote. Uh, you know when I wrote it. And now now that I'm rethinking it, now that I'm rethinking about it, I'm like, dog, that's a uh, yeah, that's a uh, is that it? It, it made me think about another question somebody asked me. Um, they asked me if I thought that uh, with the Bible and Christianity, do I think it's a slave religion? Uh, and that's a, I know it's a, I know it's a tricky in this day and age. That's what everybody, you know, what I'm saying going with. I think my opinion of it is, I think anything used for anything other than what it's intended to can be used as a weapon so for example uh, a, a knife in itself ain't a weapon cause you know a wife I mean a wife a knife is used to you know cut your meat cut your bread cut you know cut food or whatever but if you cut a person with it you know then it's a weapon it's looked at as a weapon so I, I can understand why a lot of people you know, just looking at the last question of, uh, you know, the misinterpreted scriptures, I can see why a lot of people can say or ask the question of if Christianity is a slave religion. And I think it's been used, since it's been used for that intended, for that purpose for a lot of years, and even now, even now it still has some subtle, it's still being used to control people. Uh, of course, I don't think it's a slave religion, but 
you know, we can't, what we can't do is deny that people are using it to control other people and to, you know, carry out whatever, whatever agendas they want to, you know. So, yeah, that's going to be it for, uh, for the episode today. Thank y'all for tuning in, uh, with this Q&A. Uh, tune in tomorrow. We'll have some more, uh, We'll have another topic uh, that we'll be discussing. Uh, we'll probably start talking about Christianity, Christianity in America, because I, I noticed that I didn't, I just said I didn't, I didn't throw a little, a little statement out, probably like in every episode just about Christianity. So I think tomorrow we'll just talk about Christianity in America. Tomorrow, so tune in for that. Thank y'all for, uh, for listening. And I'll catch y'all later.